Hello everyone, this is the Things I Tell My Younger Self podcast. I am your host, Ashley Seeger. This is a place where life stories are shared, the lessons that were learned, and the things we would want our younger selves to know. I've experienced a lot of things in my life, both good and bad, and I'm sharing these experiences to offer support, comfort, and hope to those who may be going through their own challenges. When I was in about fourth grade, I lived in an apartment complex with my mom and it was a pretty dirty place to live. Um, We didn't really have like cockroaches running around, but it was maybe just a step above that. And little did I know, um, I would live somewhere even worse many years later as an adult with my kids. (laughs) But that's a story for another day. Um, There was also a lot of interesting people that lived in this apartment complex. There was one little boy that was younger than me that would threaten to kill kittens with butter knives. And I sometimes wonder whatever happened to that kid. Anyway, uh, there were a lot of different bugs and things that you could find crawling around the apartments at this place where we lived. And another big problem among the children was lice. We all shared all the time, just went around in circles. I remember in the span of a short time, like within a school year, I had lice three times and it was awful. And if I think about too much to this day, my head will get itchy. If you have ever experienced this, I am sorry. And if you haven't, well, lucky you, because it's just the worst. (laughs) Since my parents were divorced, um, I went and saw my dad every other weekend. And when I went to my dad's house, he at one point uh, figured out that I had lice. I can't remember like the first time he figured it out, maybe because I was scratching my head all the time. I don't know. Um, and I remember he was livid, like he was so angry. My stepmom was even more so. And I personally felt lower than dirt with how he and my stepmom reacted to it. Um, I didn't choose to have lice and I didn't want to have lice either. But every time I went to my dad's house after that, first time, he checked my head meticulously for lice to see if I had them again. The second time I had them, once again, I was treated pretty much like a leper. My head was washed and it was combed and it was like an all day process because at this point I had long, long hair. It went down to like the middle of my back. And then I'm pretty sure we did it the next day too. So it was like two days of just having my hair washed and combed. And then all of my stuff was washed and sterilized. And then I was pretty much kept in my room so as not to infect the rest of the house. I felt really sad about that. Like I didn't understand why I had to be secluded in my room for this problem. Like in my mind, I was thinking, well, it's been washed and everything else has been cleaned. Why do I have to stay in my room by myself? But that's just how they handled it. The third time that it happened was the worst. I went to my dad's house and as usual, I was taken quickly to the basement to be checked before I could infect the rest of the house. And all of the things that I wore to my dad's house had to be washed immediately in hot water. And he checked my head and I had them again. I think my dad and stepmom were just fed up at this point, which to be fair, is understandable. I would be upset too if I had to keep dealing with lice 
and sending the child back to just get it again. (laughs) But I also felt as though they figured that I was just like living in filth. Like I was creating the environment where they were thriving. But from research that I've done as an adult, lice actually aren't discriminatory at all. They like clean heads almost more than they prefer dirty heads. So it wasn't anything that I was doing. It was just a thing that was going around at that point. Um, At this time, my dad thought that it was time for drastic measures, though. And he got scissors and chopped off all my hair. I had no idea he was going to do that. And I was devastated. After my hair was chopped off, it was washed again, combed again, and then dried. And I was sent outside. I went outside and I completely broke down in tears. There was a neighbor next door that I would sometimes hang out with. His name was Randy. And he came over and he like put his arm around me trying to like comfort me and help me to feel better. But I was completely heartbroken about what had just happened. I broke down in tears. I don't think Randy understood why I was crying so much about my hair being chopped off, but I was. Um, I realized it was just hair. Um, but I think it was more about the way that the situation was handled for me. And if I could go back, I would tell my younger self that her hair will grow back and she'll cut it sometimes and it'll grow back again and she'll do it over and over. (laughs) But more importantly, I would tell her that sometimes people can be cruel, even family. I would tell her that sometimes we may face injustices and it really sucks. But we can either let it overtake us and depress us, or we can recognize it for what it is, accept it, and move on. And it can be incredibly hard to do, especially when it is something much bigger than having your hair chopped off. I faced more of these kinds of injustices as life went on, and learning how to accept them and not letting them to define me was crucial for my mental health and well-being. If I could go back and talk to my younger self, I would let her know that even though she had lice and that was awful, it didn't define who she was. It did not mean that she was unlovable or that she was like unwanted. I would let her know that these things do not say who she is. And I think that's the biggest part of how I felt at that time. I felt like I was unlovable because of what had happened. Like I was not wanted because of what was happening. Like I wasn't welcome at my dad's house because of what was happening. And I think that's the biggest problem with this that I remember now looking back on it as an adult. And I wish I could go back and put my arm around my younger self and let her know that she is completely wanted. And I would let her know that she will eventually have a family with eight amazing children that want to have her attention almost all the time. (laughs) And that she will feel so complete and welcomed within her family. And even though she didn't feel that a lot of times with her dad or her stepmom or her mom, that she is lovable and that it doesn't define her the fact that she had this problem going on And it doesn't define her that her hair was short. But sometimes the outside situations that we're living in, even though 
We might not feel like we have much control over them. We might feel like they do define us. They truly don't. Just because I felt like garbage because I had lice does not mean that I'm actually garbage. And I think sometimes we can kind of get it in our own heads that the situations we're in define us and they say something about us, but that that isn't true. And I think it's important for not only my younger self to know, but for all the rest of us to know as well. And I know when I went back to my mom's house after my hair was chopped off that she was pretty ticked off with my dad and she let him know that she was not happy about what had happened to all of my hair without him talking to her about it. And the other side of me does understand that my dad was probably just tired of having to deal with this problem and he figured that shorter hair would make it less likely for me to have to do it or at the very least, it'd be easier to comb through it once he had washed it um, at that time. So looking back now, of course, I can see it with a little more clarity and the fact that I have children also, but I think it was more about how the situation was handled. And sometimes it can be hard to handle the situations in the right way in the moment because our emotions might be taking over. So obviously that's a good reminder for the rest of us as well to kind of just take time to really think things through before we get overtaken by emotions and do something drastic. But those are some of the things that I wish I could tell my younger self. I hope you have a fabulous day. Thanks for joining me for this episode on things I tell my younger self. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe or leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. 